this is the best way for me to to kind of paint what's happening in my head. Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. Providence rapper and beatmaker Toadstool has a new solo album entitled Earth One coming out this week. So on this episode we have a track-by-track discussion across the entire album, as well as talk about how this multiple-piece concept project has evolved over time. If you're not too familiar with Toadstool, check out some of the previous episodes we've done with Toad and the Stooligans and Ronald Reagan to learn a little bit more about his story and music. And hope you enjoy the episode. It's always fun to talk with Toad. Uh, he's a super talented artist. And make sure to check out his new album when it drops digitally on April 23rd. Or pick up one of the limited edition marbleized cassettes he and I teamed up on that comes out a day earlier on Earth Day itself. Thanks. Honestly, I think it all really started with the the typography of everything. Um, I, I like when you can find other words inside of a bigger word. I don't mm-hmm. know why. It's just really aesthetically pleasing to my brain. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've just had this idea to do like, you know, art inside of the word earth. Because yeah. there's, there's so much, there's so much derivative from one another that it's kind of hard to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um and everybody's earth is different in the sense that like, yeah, we're on the same earth, but perspective wise, like everybody's view of earth is completely different from the next person because of different experiences, different upbringings, like, yeah. yeah. Shit. And it was just like, for me, here's my earth. Like this is, this is my view of essentially um, yeah. how I feel about certain things. Like, there's a lot of honest shit on this record. There's a lot of uh, uh, just references that maybe other people might not get, but I understand and they're meaningful to me. Uh huh. Um, and I just I thought it was cool to uh, I don't know to just try to keep keep with the the uh, the beauty of it, like the the beauty of Earth and the beauty of art, and trying to merge those through hip hop, which is. I mean, pretty ambitious, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my best at it. <laughs> yeah. So this is earth one. Um, yep. and yeah, I mean, for this interview, we're going to do, uh, you know, a track by track conversation about, um, each piece of that, but this is one piece of, uh, of a bigger project of a bigger, uh, like overall concept, correct? Like how yeah, many- there, I, there should be three. So okay. I I have I have two done right now. I have two like fully pretty much ready to go. Obviously the first one which is coming out uh April 23rd and then the second one will come out I I don't know, maybe this year, maybe early next year, but relatively yep. soon cuz like all I need for that is artwork to be done and I've already had conversations with the person who did this artwork to be ready okay. for the second one, so Yep. Um Earth 3, I 
honestly, I don't really know where I'm going to be at that point in my artistic, whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to finish this. I do want to close this out at some point because I, I don't like to leave things on undone essentially. Yeah. But yeah, this hopefully will be a trilogy. Right now, there's two. Hopefully, there'll be three. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you just brought up the art. Um, you know, so for this this record, each track has an individual piece of art produced by uh, the artist. Is it uh, Lancaster Dodd? Yeah. Right? So his his name is actually Anthony Medeiros. Um, okay. He's a, <laughs> Sorry. He's a, no, no, no. It's fine. He he just does that on social media to fuck with people. <laughs> Um, well, great. he got me. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he's a great person, and he we actually have a crazy connection. Um, uh, hopefully, he won't mind me saying this. I don't think he will, but we both went to rehab back, like way back in the day, like probably a decade and a half ago, and uh, we just stayed in touch because he he always did these crazy, like like Ralph Steadman. Uh, like splatter pictures with like ink pens and i was okay. like holy shit this stuff is amazing like i yeah right up my alley like very creepy very like i don't know there's just something so interesting about it and then when i finally got around to like figuring out how to tackle this mm-hmm. I, I went to him and i just kind of gave it to him and i was just like i whatever you feel is the right price for this i will pay for it <laughs> it's like I have complete like complete confidence in your ability of what to do. So whatever you interpret really. And like he sat there and he really listened, like really listened to it because okay. he was he was like catching shit that I really didn't think people were gonna catch on their first listen. Yeah. And I personally I think he did everything justice. I mean, it's it's so unique, it's so out there, like and it it captures a lot of me, which is tough to do because i feel like i'm also really out there most of the time <laughs> it, it was kind of funny because like i i went into it expecting like oh i'm gonna get the same stuff that he did years ago uh, okay when like obviously no he's grown <laughs> as an art like that's just yeah. not how things work so like yeah he handed me this stuff and i was like oh oh this is a whole nother this whole project just got elevated to another level because of all of this like this yeah. is amazing he i didn't ask him to do every track he just oh no kind of, okay no he did that you were just like can you do a cover for me or something yeah like that? and he was like i'm gonna do 14 15 pieces or whatever it is you know he did actually did more than of that, some right? of them yeah, yeah he did yeah. Du- duplicates yeah. of some of them and i was like oh my god dude yeah you, like it was amazing and he, get, he got it done quick too yeah how big are the original pieces uh they're okay so um they are i don't know like 14 by 17 or something like that yeah that that seems about right honestly um cool yeah all all on cardstock and all done like crazy different styles like he when i went to go pick him up he was just going through the paint that he used and i i mean i don't know anything really about any of this stuff but he was using (laughs) paints and he's like if you hold it under this light like you're gonna get a cool effect and i was like this is next level shit that yeah like i don't even we have some uh some pictures we took of like black light 
uh versions oh, okay. of like some of these yeah just to see what they came out as because he was using like uh fluorescent like yellow color yeah. for some of them wow um yeah it was wild i, I yeah. can't believe the amount of work he put into it that's awesome i mean one thing that comes to mind and you know we can kind of get into you know the songs because i'm sure we can get a little bit deeper into all of them but some stuff that that came through to me with this record is is a little bit of and i and i mean this in like a in the planetary sense of even just kind of like the two poles like bipolar that there's a a piece of like what you're talking about is like there's some uh puffing of your chest kind of like cocky rap stuff you know like better flow things yeah um, and yeah. i mean that you know in a positive way you know oh um, yeah yeah but and then there's also like some a little bit of like self deprecating kind of like battling with depression battle you know yeah, so it kind of absolutely um hits on both of those things and sort of the duality of that and sort of the conflict between it um you know even within people i mean i'm very guilty of that stuff too of, yeah everybody uh, you is. Know, it's, you know it's, just like oh I'm, I'm good at this but i you know <laughs> but i also suck at the same time you know like right like, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's uh, that's how it is you need that balance because like without one you're not going to know what the other feels like yeah okay so it's like for me that you nailed it with the poles thing because like that's exactly how i envisioned it it was like oh north pole is like nice happiness like you kinda, <laughs> in my head that's like oh santa claus and shit cool love santa and yeah south yeah like, oh, goes to yeah. the south pole fucking wasteland yeah uh, but yeah it's, it's just that dichotomy well, penguins, just having, you know yeah. penguins you know but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and yeah i mean we'll we'll kind of talk about some of the beats uh because i think that that the symbolism of that like there's some uh happier tones and uh like the samples that were used a little bit more horns and they're more vibrant. And then there is just some like more somber, deep, dark, just sounds, yeah. you know, not even the the words that you're saying, but just the sounds or, you know, definitely. a lot of stuff is kind of slowed down. So it has that more demonic feel to it. Um, and then that's intermingled with just, yeah, these, these kind of bright, uh, even like, we're, I mean, I guess that that's one other thing that, that kind of came across to me too, was even, uh, again, maybe I don't know if I'm just looking through through the lens of Earth, but it seems that you pulled a lot of sounds from around the world. Like there's some like European yeah. sounds, some like Asian <laughs> sounds, you know, like was that something that was intentionally put into this? Um, uh, so I think about like three quarters of the way through it, I was like, oh, shit. I kind of noticed the same thing where I was like, <laughs> oh, this sounds like a different part of each world. And I I the mm -hmm. next like three or four beats that I had to finish out this project, I was like, okay, I think I know where, what I want to do with this and like where I want to get the samples from. Cause I had some, uh, just some random, I've, I've been getting these random foreign vinyls from, from my homie at work and like, yeah, just some crazy shit. on them. just like, mm -hmm. not even, not even music sometimes just sounds just pressed. Sounds. Oh, really? I'm like, where are you getting this shit? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just that, that's cool. You picked up on that. I yeah, I wanted to like incorporate different different sounds and like also also the rawness of it. It's like like the physically feels like it's buried in dirt sometimes. Like the, mm -hmm. there's a couple songs on there where it's like, oh god, this is like existential dread at its finest. But we can, <laughs> we can get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so you produce this entire record. Um, is this your yeah 
like first solo record or um like this is like uh, this is my first solo record of of this magnitude i would say like with with this much going into it yeah this is definitely my first like uh outing with with me doing everything me doing the pr me doing getting the artwork done obviously not doing the artwork but you know yeah yeah you're figuring out what to do and like the creative process behind it um yeah. and this has been going on for probably two and a half years i mean there was there's been two other versions of this album that, oh really like, that nobody will ever see <laughs> ever <laughs> um i just I, I learned quicker than i could put out the music Oh, okay. And it, it kind of gets to a point where I look back at it and I'm like, oh, that's that's awful. I cannot put that out. That's terrible. I gotcha. Why would I put that yeah. out? Yeah. And it's just kind of like I, I've learned to like keep up with myself and like learn to let go of some things, you know, mm-hmm. choose my battles, figure out which hill to die on, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So it's, just, it's it's a whole it's a process. That's that's the growing yeah. pain of it, you know. <laughs> but uh how were these songs put together was it's uh just done uh periodically over that that time period um, yeah like a song here a song there or um pretty much this is a collection of songs i mean over like i said past two and a half years um some of it was done in a bigger chunk i would say like half of the album was done in a pretty pretty uh short span of time i probably got that done in like a week okay um, and that's kind of how I write. I hit like huge pockets of momentum and then I stop and then just huge pockets of momentum that I stop and <laughs> kind of like this on and off thing with me. Um, but yeah, I just kind of piece together these things over time. And then, you know, like, like you do, you kind of start correlating ideas and figuring out, you know, okay, we started here. We're going to move on through. How are we going to end mm-hmm. it? Just stuff like that. Yeah, where did like sequencing come into this record? Was there a lot of thought that was uh, put into the the like the, the track order and everything like that? Or yeah, definitely. I think honestly, I think that's like one of the most important parts of an album. Because I mean, <laughs> if you hear an album the wrong way, like out of order, it kind of like yeah. falls with your head, and you're like, this yeah. is <laughs> this isn't yeah. right. This doesn't flow correctly. Like, uh, so I, I definitely definitely pay attention to that um i also i wanted that juxtaposition there where like you're kind of going back and forth with like yeah i'm a bad motherfucker and then like oh i really don't like myself today (laughs) it's like yeah okay and that's you know that's my earth that's that's the back and forth more grams in my couch than the eighth you coppin'. Ever since the tape's poppin', I've been straight obnoxious. Took some days, but when I wake, you know I rake the profits. Look in the mirror and I praise the profit that's looking back at me. Check yourself, I'm invading pockets. So much cake, I gotta bake my wallet to see the destiny or maybe fate. They call it. All I know is I never prayed to be ballin'. I was made to be all in. Every chip on the table is a minimum wager No time for these minimum wages Sweet layers like a cinnamon bagel Rap game, fucking Citizen Kane You ain't able, I ain't stable So there's no horsing around Discounts from the dealer like it's 40 a pound Imagine what I'm paying when I'm scoring an ounce Spending change near the grams that I store on my couch, boy Oh, it's nothing to me I just, I just come in and I do it I'd say let's just get into it, you know The, the first track, Couch Yep. Very welcoming, you know. You just yeah. <laughs> say hello. 
don't know if, there, if there's that many rappers that are as welcoming and as cordial as you of like, welcome to my album, you know? Right. Hey, um, yeah. But yeah, what can you say about that, uh, that track? Uh, yeah, like you said, very welcoming opening. Uh, and not just me literally saying hello, but I, the sample <laughs> itself is like, it was a very, very fast uh, Spanish song, if I believe, um, if I recall correctly. Okay. But yeah, I I had that and I was like, oh, that's that's a really nice sample. And I just, yeah, it, it's just like that perfect, like welcoming track. Like, okay, we're going to kick this off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spit. I'm going to spit some bars for you on this nice beat. I got that doom sample at the end. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had that even before he died. I just, I've always loved doom. Doom is my, yeah. my numero uno. Uh, so it was cool to like, you know yeah put put that out given the circumstances afterwards yeah um but yeah this is this is a great track i mean i think i i don't know maybe maybe people will hate it who knows but <laughs> i like it um yeah like classic boom bap feel i mean i just wanted to i just wanted to accentuate what i do first track you know set mm-hmm. it off yeah exactly man i think it's a great intro uh, i think it showcases what you do uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like what you're saying, kind of sets the stage. So, but yeah, I mean, from there we go into diamonds, uh, yeah. which you know, I mean, to me, I really liked how you kind of seem to play with again some of the speed of the samples. It seems that you're kind of like fucking around with some of that stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, I like I like my tempo switches definitely. But yeah, can you talk a little bit more about that? song and and uh you know what your uh thoughts are on it yeah so uh you know you you come off the first track you're still in that honeymoon phase uh (laughs) you want you want to hit him still something a little fresh you know not too not too i hate myself yet so this is like uh this is still you know a shit talker uh (laughs) you know diamonds on my neck diamonds on my neck flashing i mean you can't really (laughs) pretty you know pretty front and center yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually had uh my homie Mike Mike Landry, he put some bass down on this. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, he did a great job with it. Uh yeah, just you know, pretty pretty simple song. Just uh the reference to Kanye, obviously with the flashing lights kind of I gotcha. Play. Yeah. That's where that came from. So just wanted to play <laughs> off that that bravado that you know he brings, that crazy guy. Yeah. But yeah, after that, uh, track three, Maggots. Um, yeah. You know, this is, yeah, one of those uh, slower beat songs that the vibe seems to, to change a little bit. Yeah, some of the, what we're talking about it, you know, it, like that. Yeah. Um, you get that that wave, you know. Yeah. That, that wave in the middle of the day, like where it's just like, oh, just, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. what happens. That's what happens to me. I don't know if it's. It's for a lot of people, but like sometimes you'll be having a great day and then all of a sudden that shit just shifts. Yeah, is that what that's like, really uh, kind of referencing? Yeah, just definitely. That, it's and it's like just like uh there. yeah, just like the whole food for thought type thing. Um you know, just mm-hmm. just finding maggots in your food. Like <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Shit just like it, it's stomach turning essentially is really what I wanted to go for. Okay. And like that's why there's like some shit panning all over, and like when you listen yeah. to it, it's just like, oh, I don't, I don't like the drums are kind of off. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, there's like kind of feels... longer keyboard 
chords, like sustained things that just kind of, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to, I want to be really gross with it. And you know, what better way to, to kick off the, the self-loathing aspect of this album. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know, from there we move on to the song Anvil. Um, you know, got a little bit of like a jazzy sample to it. Um, yeah, you know, that's the first I'm, the first single you dropped uh, from the record. So, yep. you know, some people have heard this and uh, or, you know, check it out now if you're listening. Um, but, uh, yeah, can you talk a little bit more about what the concept is behind that song? Yeah. Uh, Anvil, you know, very simple. I, I think it was just a sample and, a, and a, my drum pad, just really nothing going on. I just wanted to, like, kind of air some shit out. Um and anvil is, you know, just feeling that weight, just having that anvil kind of sitting on you. And, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to move forward, but you can't because you're just, you're too caught uh-huh. up in, you know, maybe your own bullshit, maybe someone else's bullshit. I don't know. Maybe your own head, like who knows what it is really. It doesn't really matter. You're still caught up in something and it's, it's physically and mentally weighing you down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's the whole like reference to bugs kind of a little bit in this song. And, uh, I don't really know if this came across well, but I, in my head, it was like, you know how like ants carry their own, like carry like tremendous amounts of. Yeah. I mean like, yeah. I wanted to kind of like play off. Right. Yeah. Like play off that of like, you know, yeah, that shit can get heavy, but like, look at these fucking ants. These ants (laughs) are carrying like huge boulders on their backs and they're still, you know, they're tiny. They don't have fucking huge muscles. They're not muscly ants. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. That's where that's where my head was at with this. Um, yeah, yeah. Just a very somber song, honest. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, from there, instant transmission is the next track. You know, to me, this kind of had a little bit more of like a menacing sound to it. Um, yeah, probably has one of the most brilliant adaptations of of a familiar line of. 13 beers going on 30. Um, <laughs> I think that that is, you know, super smart. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear what you have to say about this particular track. But, yeah, this is where some more of that, um, what I was talking about earlier, where there's a little bit of that uh, balance between the two sides and, and you know, a little bit more upfront about um drugs and alcohol and and stuff like that you know so um yeah what what's uh you know what were you thinking when you're putting the song together Uh, i was definitely like definitely like the grittier uh grittier of songs on this on this record um the whole instant transmission thing is uh, a reference to dragon ball z it's this move that uh goku uses to just like instantly appear somewhere else that he needs to be in a oh, okay. quick amount of time essentially and uh that's how i operate is just fast like i work in a kitchen you know it's in it's in my brain and my wiring to kind of you know go 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 you got shit to do get your shit done let's go yeah so like that's that's that reference is like okay yeah i'm sad right now but like i gotta be on my cocky shit like i gotta i gotta <laughs> keep going like i can't let that kind of get in the way and that's yeah that's where the instant transmission comes from uh the beat is just you know grimy very very grimy it's just a bunch of yeah, noises yeah. really <laughs> like a weird it's very percussive like a bunch of percussive yeah. happening really yeah kind of makes up most of it 
what kind of came through to me as well is that you're, you know, kind of talking about, you know, drinking and drugs or whatever, but it's to me a, a little bit more of like the sort of like internal conflict with some of that stuff rather than oh, definitely. like yeah. overall, like just glorification, which, you know, can sometimes be more connected to hip hop music of like, you know, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, I smoked the most weed or I smoked the best weed or I like drink right, the right, most expensive. Right. You're like, I don't know, man, I'm you know, like drinking, yeah. you know, and well, I mean, for, it, you know? for me personally, like that, that shit ruined my life for a while. Like, I'm <laughs> not afraid to say that, that like, I made some choices I definitely shouldn't have. And I got real deep in with sharks that I really shouldn't have had. And, mm-hmm. you know, after doing that, it's like, I'm going to be 120% brutally honest now for like uh-huh. forever. And like, that's, that's what I try to like kind of purvey in this is like, yeah, that, that drug shit is cool for a little while. And then that it just kind of fades out. So like, get out of yeah. your system now. Like, like addiction does not go away. Like people who think they're cured of being an addict, that's never a thing like that shit, that itch never gets scratched. Yeah. But like it's you just gotta take that shit, you know, day at a time. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, if if you know, I'm not here I'm not here to rap about drugs though. Like if it comes up because of you know, I'm it it'll come up because it's a huge part of my life, but like yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, you should do this or you know, do this because I did it. You know, it's all it's all different, it's all relative to yeah. the situation. Yeah. No, but it's great. And it's great that you're, you know, being honest with that stuff because it is yeah. more, uh, more applicable than probably people that really even think about, you know, especially yeah. as, as what you're talking about of kind of moving out uh, of that. For me, like moving out of like the teenage, early 20s, you know, there's a lot of like, what the, what am I doing with my life? Right. And, and a yeah. lot of that stuff that, that, you know, more people can identify with, you know, than. Uh, probably would even maybe admit it you know so um, yeah definitely definitely but, uh, but yeah after that i mean we go to to chopping uh so this is my personal favorite from the album oh, really Ooh. yeah 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 um i mean i think that the production on this is super solid to me it i don't know maybe just because i'm a, a pretty big sports fan but i could like almost hear this as like a you know walk in song you know so <laughs> you know maybe like i'm going to the plate you know chopping comes on that that's why you know walking to the plate song or oh, um, or you as you know as, as a big wrestling fan or any else stuff like oh, that damn. you know it just has you know a lot of uh synergistic samples that you know it's complex it comes together like really well you know i, I dig the chorus it kind of uh you know that pulls everything together there's uh you know familiar sound of just fun rap um yeah uh, yeah and and you know i mean to to me like the what you're talking about is also just kind of being dedicated to this you know like being you know almost a student of this and and, you know kind of representing rap music and and hip-hop music well and and i think that you did that with this song you know but it has that uh you know a little bit more of that old school feel to it um and but yeah i love this i love this track but uh so i'd love to hear what you were thinking when you're buttoning this into it you know were you thinking like man someone's gonna walk to the plate to this song <laughs> <laughs> definitely was not thinking that now that you say it i love it obviously yeah. <laughs> not the first thought yeah um, yeah i 
thank you uh, for for enjoying this so much. This this for me was like at this point I had felt like I kind of I saw I saw the progress I took. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was just me listening to the beat and being like, oh shit, like I got it. Like that's that's the exact chop that I need to like. That's it. That's where it needs to be. And like yeah, yeah. After you know literally chopping it up and like rearranging shit and just trying to figure out where the hell everything's going to go. Like, I don't know. I just nailed it. I, I thought I, I felt like I nailed it. It was very like old yeah, school yeah. hip hop. Like, you know, this is in your face. Like that's how, that's how I like my shit. I like to just give you bars. I want to give you a great beat. I want to make mm -hmm. sure the drums sound good. Always. Like mm -hmm. if the drums do not sound good, everything else will not sound good. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, the number one rule <laughs> <laughs> and as a drummer that's what i'm yeah I'm right yeah it's just stuff. for hip-hop it's like that's the driving force and yeah. if it's not there it's still the driving force because it's not there and it's the yeah. absence of the drums that you know sometimes works uh but yeah, yeah this was just like the song was just me being like oh i, I think i'm getting this now like i, I think i'm chopping nice, it fine. nice i think i'm chopping <laughs> it right like i'm feeling it <laughs> Got that fire horse powered like a rapid dash. Scorched liars with force. I'm rhyming all this factually. Y'all cattle to me. Round of the team. Pounding beat on the beat. Sound asleep like he found him a dream. Freddy Krueger with a handshake. Steady moving through the landscape. The feather oozing out my wallet. And it's truthful when I call it. Got me cruising through the music. No handbrake. Stay rooted, sans Drake. Stay zooted, this frog make a splash the Van Damme way. The Terminator of a verbal prayer. Serve a ladle of that murder, art in earnest like a clan bake. The way you rap, y'all getting me nervous. You think Post Malone's a fucking fruit delivery service. And I think rap for giving me purpose. And that next to these fuck boys, I'm looking like a literal surgeon. Yeah, you know, track seven, Night Snacks. I guess I'd like to kind of hear the inspiration, kind of the nucleus of this idea, you know, because yeah. it's a lot of... It's a lot of... It's kind of weird on first listen. You're like, what's going on here? Uh, I don't... I, I mean, I... I don't even know if it, it caught my ear, you know, it was yeah. like the, the wordplay on it is the sure. type of wordplay that is like Talib Kweli kind of shit, you know, where it's like, let's break Damn. down words. Let's take this to like a, a, a broader concept, you know, where, you know, like, so I guess I'd, I just love to hear like what, you know, brought you to that, you know, or maybe, I, I feel like I'm not really even explaining it. Maybe you can explain it a little no, bit, more, yeah, but it seems I, like you're just kind of revolving around numbers and, and yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. You know. which is exactly what I'm doing. Um, I, I can definitely explain on that a little bit more. So I, I just had, I had the first four bars um, like written down somewhere. Uh, so I'm on 95 doing about 95, listening to 95, five or voice the five, nine. Uh, I had those that written down and I was like, yeah, Oh shit, that's hot. I was like, I wonder <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I wonder if I can like do that for a whole verse and like just work <laughs> off of numbers, but also try to tell this insane story about me and Royce the five nine hanging out. <laughs> and, like, and then 
you know, I got to a point where I, I had to like try to end it. And I was like, how, how, how am I going to end this? Yeah. And then, you know, the whole, I end it with the whole, you know, no more a hundred grands before bed, which yeah, like the yeah. candy bars, like don't eat candy before bed. You're also going to have these fucking crazy dreams. Like <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's called night snacks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's again, I don't know why those two concepts came together, but they did. And that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> I have it's, like, I have like terrible, like, uh, sleeping problems. Like I don't, I don't sleep very well, but sometimes I have crazy vivid nightmares Oh wow! and okay. like that kind of plays into that of like the vividness of like all these things happening and like mm-hmm. me actually remembering it, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The next track I see, um, what can you tell people about, about this yeah. song? I see this one's probably my favorite uh the sample is uh the song watermelon man by herbie hancock Um, okay sam i I absolutely love that song from the first time i heard it i was like i i'm gonna sample that one day i'm gonna turn that into a beat one day and i'm gonna rap on it cool and uh yeah i did just that i had these bars lying lying around um it was just like a a big chunk of paragraph of just me rapping and it Mm -hmm. didn't really have a place uh, and I, I cut this and I was like, I don't even really, I don't even really want to mess with the beat. I just want to keep this simple and just like, yeah, just rap, like just straight bars all the way through, like just pure hip hop. Um, and hi, a high C is a, just a reference to the, the, the lyric in it. Um, yeah, this one, this one is awesome. If only for the sample, because I just, I love that song so much, <laughs> so, yeah. so much. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a straight ahead song. Like I, I don't think that there's too much. Like the dynamics are like the drums will kind of cut for like a little bit, you know. But yeah, it's sort like of here just and like, there, you know, yeah. You know, but it's just yeah that that sample that just kind of rides through the whole thing. Yeah. And, and yeah, like just yeah. the just the way they start that song, like you don't know where the beat is until that bass pops. Yeah, in. yeah. Oh, okay, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. It's something about that really just resonated with me when i first heard that that's cool man yeah so you know after that track nine kaiju um you know it seems like one thing that that came out to me and it seems like it's a little bit of a kind of reoccurring theme is the uh reference to rappers or musicians like not putting in the work you know um and yeah like you know not being dedicated to this or just kind of you know wanting the the rewards of it like wanting to be a star but not understanding what actually even goes into being that star yeah, you know is that absolutely um, that, know, that's like, like a huge theme okay um for so yeah so to go off that like uh it's not even that like i don't feel like people are doing enough it's just like and it's not even a certain person i've just seen so many people start to do this and then either fall off or just like, I don't know, just like give up and turn into something else. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like for me, I'm not trying to get famous. Like for, I know that sounds kind of weird for someone to like put out a bunch of shit and put all my time into this and expect not to get famous. But like, I just want to be comfortable. Like mm-hmm. I would like to maybe make some money off this at some point. That'd be kind of cool. But like, I'm doing this for therapy. Like this is very much, this is how I get my shit out. Cause like mm-hmm. 
normally I'm, I'm really not very good with communication sometimes. And like, this is the best way for me to, to kind of paint what's happening in my head. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just feel like sometimes people think this is a get rich quick scheme and they think that they're going to put out, you know, three songs and fucking hit it big. And it's just like, you need to kind of be brought back to reality that that is not going to happen. Like you got to put in the work promotion wise, you got to put in the work lyric wise. Uh, You got to pay the people you're working with properly. If you want Mm -hmm. shit to be smooth, like there's, there's just a lot of different factors that like that I've messed up on that I've learned from. Mm -hmm. And it's like, some some of it is like you know like, all right motherfucker like step up like step your game up because i'm coming in hot and i'm not stopping anytime soon yeah yeah and some of it is like this is healthy competition like i need you to step up because that's going to make everybody else step up yeah okay like look look at somebody like joe bruce joe bruce is a perfect example of that like he is he's upper echelon and like that forces yeah. everybody else to be like oh shit okay we, we got to bring it up if we're going to yeah. compete with this. It's yeah. beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I absolutely love that. And like, yeah. I've wanted that for years, you know, like I've wanted this core. The, the talent in Rhode Island is just insane right now. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so some I of agree. it, some of it's shit talking, some of it's, you know, just competitive, you know, just step it up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, just to, to shout out to Joe Bruce, you know, like I hear what you're saying and I think it's, you know, fantastic what he's doing. Cause yeah, he's pushing people and it, but he's Absolutely. bringing, he's bringing them along with him, you know, like if you want to, like you got to step up and, and do what you yeah, got to do, you but he's not just, he's not just, it's not just about competition and I'm just going to like squash everyone around me. And yeah, he's like, let's right. do this shit together. Let's make Rhode Island a place for hip hop. And yeah. And, uh, yeah, because he mean, he understands. He understands how to. He understands this shit. He's took he took the time to learn. Yeah, like he put the work in. That's what it's all about. Putting the work in. Like, I, honestly, who knows? I might not see any dividends from any of this shit. But like, I'm still putting the work in, and I'm proud of that at the very least. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. So track ten versus. Yeah, I mean this was one that kind of stood out where it had that more kind of like, you know, world sound to it, you know, uh, like, yeah, has like more flutes yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, so yeah, just kind of interested in, in some of the production of this song and, um, and then, yeah, just, you know, what was the concept you're trying to kind of get across with this particular one? Um, yeah. So, uh, the sample I think is from, a uh, Herb Alpert, um, Tijuana brass band. Okay. Uh, uh, cut. It was some intro with a flute. I just looped the that that chunk essentially is what turned into yep. it, and I kind of you know fucked with it a little bit. Um, and the whole verses thing was just me playing off the fact that I I say verses probably like four or five different times. Okay. I I kind of use them in a different context each time. Um, and it, it's very much a like you know, I'm, I'm coming for you. Like that last one was kind of a warning. And now it's like, no, I'm like, this is me versus you. We're going at it. Let's do it. Like, and it's that hip hop mentality of just like, you know, stay on your game, be on your game, always be on your game, be ready. Mm -hmm. Always be ready. Like you never know who's going to kind of blow by you. 
Yeah, yeah. Very uh very interlude track. Rhyme through the walls of these catacombs. Knives on the claws like my cat at home. Finding the balls to even rap alone. Sights like a catapult fly when I break the glass ceiling to pieces. Feeling facetious. Never been on some kneel to the scene shit. I stitch a verse like we are pattern in a seamstress. You get a verse when I start feeling that you breathe this. You get a hearse, I got these rappers looking under they seat. You get a verse from me 25 out of 52 weeks. And I've been nervous writing verses till I'm hurting to breathe. The only certainty is death, so by those terms I agree. And I'm like a vermin with beads, verbally surgical feats, pertinent, yearning to reach the most unearthly of peaks. So blip this curse so I can purge all my weaknesses. Cause who needs this? Shit? The next track 11, Steven. You know, can you talk a little bit about uh, about this track? This one features Dan Pompert. Yeah, it seems like it's the, is it the only, I mean, it's the only feature on the, the record, correct? Um, yeah, yeah, he's the only person I got for this. Um, yeah. You know, it'd be weird to, to have a project without Dan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so th- this one's kind of kind of funny because we, we have a friend named Steve MacArthur. And the sample that I use in this is the Arthur theme song. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that, the, the little kid show, Arthur. Um, yeah, yeah the meme of his fist was going around at the time. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I had just saw Steve at like a Halloween party and I was going around the Halloween party recording people talking because we were all, you know, drinking a little bit enjoying ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, I was just recording people. I thought it was funny. And I just got this wicked good clip of him talking about like, like wanting to be Jason Voorhees. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to be Jason. I'm going to be Jason today. And he's just going off. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I sampled that that Arthur theme song, kind of cut what I got from my phone into the beat, and then you know figured out the verses and stuff. And me and Dan rapped over it. It's just yeah, like yeah. a fun little song, and just like just a, a shout out to our friend Steve, who's you know we've known for years, and nice. he's, just, he's always been he's always been the homie. So that's rad, man. <laughs> Track twelve is sewer. Yeah, I mean, again, like another theme that that kind of struck me that that seemed to come up uh, a couple times was sort of the the I guess it's not even the idea but it's like the truth that like an artist's value is higher after they're dead um that there's like more yeah. interest or that there's like you know a piece of artwork now becomes worth more whatever else it is you know um right, right. you know is that something that you were cognizant of or you know uh, trying to get across or was it just yeah i think i just think it's something i noticed i think uh you know there was a lot of a lot of young rappers like dying Mm -hmm. like a very quick span of time i think like two years ago maybe something like that and i just I, i i kept like opening up reddit and being like oh so and so dead age 19 so and so dead age 22 and i'm like who the fuck are these people and then watching these people blow up literally because of them being dead it's just like it it kind of put things in perspective of like you know riding with the whole depression thing it's like holy shit like what it, what's the price here like what's uh-huh. what's the what's the actual price here because like 
these are these are children to parents like how do these parents feel like yeah i could only imagine and then you see some of these parents like actually capitalizing off their children's death and it's just it it it's just a wild wild concept to me mm-hmm. but it does have a little bit of truth behind it where it's like you know behind all this glamour and glitz shit like there's a bit of a sewer there and it's kind of brewing <laughs> up and like i don't know just it really grossed me out it's just like a really gross concept to me to like to to monetize or like to yeah. gain some sort of social clout off gotcha. of like i don't know and the worst part is like the rappers that you know pass away they're always the ones that are glorifying this shit of drug use and like excessiveness Mm -hmm. and like just overdoing shit it's like dog that's not cool and it's really not cool when you're dead so yeah 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 there's, there's just there's the sense of martyrdom that comes with it where it's like yeah you can be famous but like i don't know if you're not there to reap any of your benefits how famous are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but from there, track 13, Next Day. Um, yeah, this one definitely had a, a much different sound, you know. Uh, right. Guitars and, you know, more quieter, folky sounds, more yeah, singing. Little, you know? little vocals so, in the background, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what um, inspired you to put this track together and put this track, you know, there in the in the album um i think coming off of sewer um you know at, at this point i got two tracks left and i really wanted to kind of give some sort of positivity and mm-hmm. some sort of hopefulness maybe um but this song particularly is just me dealing with like procrastinating which i know a ton of people have problems with mm-hmm. you know you wake up you have a shit ton of things to do and you're just kind of sitting there like eh, i'll get around to it and you know that's that's where i was i was just like you know i'll I'll get around to this eventually i'll get around to this eventually and at at one point it's just like okay i need to stop procrastinating (laughs) um but yeah i had that i had that guitar sample laying on my hard drive for a while i didn't really know what to do with it and then uh i found those ooze and they were uh a little bit higher register. I kind of pitch shifted them down a little bit and uh, they actually it matched up super well. I was not mm-hmm. expecting it to really match up that well. And I was like, Oh shit, this sounds really good. Cool. And I just, you know, wrote to that and stuck with the whole, you know, saving it for the next day type of yeah. shit. Like, don't, don't worry about it. I'll do it tomorrow. That kind of mentality. Yeah, I gotcha. But I'd have to say, I mean, if, you're a procrastinator. I would feel bad if, you know, for other procrastinators out there as you put out, you know, yeah, four, you know, four albums in like two years and, you know, have like <laughs> different projects going and, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the thing. I'll, I'll make seven albums a year, but I won't fold my laundry. So it's like, <laughs> okay. All know, right. Cer- <laughs> certain areas. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, where, where I excel that. in one place, I definitely will lack in several <laughs> other places. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing you. Yeah, cool, man. Um, and then, yeah, the last track of the album, I Don't Want to Die Anymore. I love some of the production on this. I think that it was really cool. Um, how you did some of the like reverse vocal 
yeah. pieces on it. Right. Um, again, those are just some like little things that, uh, at least to me, make your music really interesting to listen to. That it just yeah, um, that's awesome. That's what I'm going for. Dope. You know, it it might not be something that you hear like in in passing, but it uh, or if you're just kind of listening to it, just you know, kind of in the background, but like just trying to do deeper listening with with some music and I, I think that that stuff is, is cool and that you you know took the time to you know do small little pieces like that you know um, that shit's important <laughs> yeah man so yeah i mean what would you uh you know kind of like to to share about this this one um i mean obviously the, you know the title seems to be a very direct uh yeah statement <laughs> um you know it's not as ambiguous as some of the the other you know kind of references or you know song right, titles but right. um what can you say about this this closing track yeah i think um i think for me given the songs that were on this record i think it had to end with this mm-hmm. um it just has a it has a very final feeling to it and you know the track the track name is pretty on point you know i don't want to die anymore i feel good I feel mm-hmm. great. I feel I feel like I have some sort of sense of purpose, which is I think really important and I feel like a lot of people get wrapped up doing stuff that isn't actually fulfilling to them. Uh-huh. And that shit sucks and that shit will eat your soul up and it's very important to get out of that hole and, you know, try to try to feel as best as you can given the circumstances, you know, do what you can. Um, and this song is like there's so much weird shit like I have when you when you mentioned the whole reversing um, reversing thing I do with the vocals the line before that something about uh, it's a Roddy Piper quote that I kind of messed up oh, really? <laughs> yeah but it's like just when you nice. got the questions I changed the answers or no just when you got the answers I changed the questions but uh, I kind of like reworked that yeah and then I, and then I say it again because nobody's expecting me to say it again because I'm in the middle of a verse. And then I reverse the line, the next line. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, just when you think you know what's happening, I'm just going to fuck with you a little bit. And like Doom does that too. Doom Doom did little tiny shit like that that like I always caught on to. And I was like, why Why would he do that? Like, is mm-hmm. he just messing with me? I feel like he's just messing with me. And I kind of <laughs> wanted to bring that over. It's just like, you know, I'm feeling good everything's fine i know shit can be a roller coaster like this entire album was a roller coaster but you know yeah i don't want to die anymore it's okay yeah man <laughs> um, but yeah i yeah. mean can you talk about earth one um remind people when it's out yeah earth one is going to be out um april 23rd uh right in time for for earth day uh, nice. You can cop that on Bandcamp. If you're feeling saucy, you can pay me for it. That's up to you. Um, we got another tape set coming out. Um, you know, special di- edition, very rare. It's like a holographic Pokemon card. You're never going to find it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the most ball and shit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Uh, we're keeping up with the art aspect of this and I hope you enjoy earth one. Yeah, man. Um, definitely check that stuff out. Yeah. I mean, what, 
Toad's talking about is that we're uh, going to be kind of continuing with uh, the bright colors and uh, uniqueness of the the artwork that uh, is with every track. So these cassettes are going to be limited. They're going to be um, like marbleized cassettes with just a simple OB strip, which is kind of just like a thin piece of paper that kind of wraps it just so that the tape itself kind of becomes the artwork in a sense is the, the idea behind right. it. So yeah, trying to still keep something cool and uh, just a, you know, a way to support Toad, you know, to support, uh, you know, all of the, you know, the profits from this go to, to him. And, uh, you know, so if you can pick one of those up, uh, again, they're going to be just cool, like limited edition things. I don't know. Can we call them collectors? It's going to be the things, dopest you know? shit you ever yeah, got. Yeah. <laughs> Get six um, of them for your grandmother this year. <laughs> going to love it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I love working with you. Uh, and, Thanks, yeah, man. I can't wait for people to to hear this record, and uh, you know, just to hear more of what you're doing, man. It's just your, uh, you know, great talent here in Rhode Island, and uh, you know, so just keep it up. Check out Earth One, April twenty third, uh, wherever you stream music, buy a tape, buy digitally on Bandcamp, and uh, yeah, Toadstool. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, James. Really appreciate it. And I don't want to die anymore, but if I do, I hope that they fly me to heaven or I lie with the devil. Don't care, but my time's really precious to me. One of three things I ever loved. I get obsessive, it never seems like enough And I get stuck in my mind sometimes I think it's necessary Rather at least feel something than be dead and buried And it's weird how you can feel alive in cemeteries Just a reminder that fate always ends with a grave I'm taking solace in that Keep trekking on this hard to move path I know it's kinda hard to move past But at least I'm with my dogs like I'm Wallace in fact Keep my thoughts in my wallets intact Take some time to go and frolic and laugh I never sit and try to harbor my past Just keep growing till my garden collapses And my flowers ain't bloom yet So how the fuck did I get too fresh? And I ain't even left my room yet I stay grounded and now you never wonder why the do fresh living Nice lines, they smell like fresh linen My set's mission is hell, I've been wishing them well I've been glistening, the mind's well, stay dripping Stay sniffing the smell, inhale, exhale out All the venomous, foul type of rhetoric Seems like I'm always fighting from a deficit I'm giving them lightning when that pressure hits Stay pressing it. I'm schooling dummies by changing all the answers when they question it. Y'all getting F's when you press those scripts. I'm schooling dummies by changing all the answers when they question it. Y'all getting F's when you press those scripts. What's up, we know spatting it, it got you in this chair. Get those who stay long as you shout too much, you look smart. I'm schooling dummies by changing all the answers when they question it. Y'all getting F's when you press those scripts.